or almost famous. You just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. Brought to you each Tuesday night by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. We are on the Tiny stage tonight with Dennis Brennan. Dennis, good evening to you. Good evening. How are you doing tonight? Well. If you would, give us a quick introduction as to who you are. Uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Dennis Brennan. I've uh, been performing and uh, writing songs since I was uh, 17 years old. And uh, I just have a new record out called Into This World. Fantastic. I was uh, looking on your website, and I know you're quite the, uh, the legend here in the Boston music scene, but I saw a cool story, if you don't mind sharing it, about how you got started in show business. Um, oh, gee. I, I think I've forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a performance of Rumpelstiltskin? Oh, yes. Yes, I was. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I don't think I ever told anybody this. I must have told somebody that once. Uh, yeah, I was. I, I was. I was Rumpelstiltskin. Yes. Very nice. How long ago was that? Uh, I, was, I, I believe I was uh, nine years old. Awesome. Very cool. And the uh, the, the tradition has continued ever since. Uh, yes. <laughs> Let your hair down. Exactly. Uh, Very cool. So, kind of give us an overview of of your sound. What can people expect when they? When they go out to the typical Dennis Brennan show, or if they pick up a CD, what are they uh, expecting to hear? Um, it's, it's a combination. It's a combination of blues and uh, rock and roll and country music. That's that's what I do. Um, that's what I've uh, grew up listening to, and uh, have uh, written songs in that vein all my life. Excellent. Well, I've got the CD with me right now. Into this world. Uh, what track do you want to play off of this to kick the show off with tonight? Oh, let's start with the first one. The title track, Into This World. Excellent. I don't want to bust that ticket. I ain't got the guts. So I'm here in this world. And I just ain't get enough. These days when people ask me, how you doing, man? I know it ain't out of conversation. They're just trying to understand. How can I be so deep in blue? Up the track, but I'm into this world. You best believe me, cause I'm talking to you. Hey!
Dennis Brennan there with Into This World, the leadoff track of the uh, CD of the same name. Came out in 2016. Dennis, tell us about uh, what that song's all about. Um, it's about, uh, you know, deciding that uh, you want you want to stay in this world. You want to be here, and you want to make the most of it, and you want to um, engage with people and, uh, you know, engage with the world, what goes on around you, whether it's good or bad. You do your best. Fantastic. So tell us how this album came to be. I mean, it's, it's obviously not your first album and definitely not going to be the last album, but tell us, you know, what makes this album special? I think uh, the fact that uh, it, it came out quickly, um, I, I hadn't, hadn't written anything for uh, about three years, and all of a sudden, just one day, uh, I woke up and a song just popped out. Um, the, the song that I'm talking about is, is on the record. It's called Empty Head. And... Uh, it it really sometimes songwriting you know you can work on a song for twenty years and uh, and it, it takes that long to get it right. Other times, as happened with this song, "Empty Head," it just pours out of you and you don't know where it came from and uh, you don't know why you're you're um, you're writing it. It just happens and and it it's not like a it's not like it happened. Um, Separately, either the, the the words and the music all all came at once, which is uh, has happened a couple times before when I've written things, but um, it's a rare occasion, and th that was one of them. Well, let's play that track right now. This is Empty Head. This is uh, track number four from the Dennis Brennan CD "Into This World" here on ninety five nine WATD. <laughs> But I'm wandering blindly through my empty little head, empty head, empty head, empty head. Instead of dreaming, my pillow brings a void. Others may be bothered. But I'm not annoyed Morning comes My day lies ahead Thank you. 
They fill my empty That was Empty Head, Dennis Brennan off the new CD, Into This World, here on Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, introducing you to local music every Tuesday night from 8 till 10 p.m. We have the man in studio tonight, Mr. Dennis Brennan. How you doing? Good. Awesome. So tell us about your band, because you do have you know, a, quite the legendary band here in the Boston area with a few notable names. Yes, uh, I have a great band. Uh, I'm very proud uh, to be playing with them every Wednesday night at the Lizard Lounge in Cambridge. And uh, the members of the band are uh, Duke Levine plays guitar, um, Richard Gates plays bass and uh, sings vocals, and uh, Kevin Berry plays lap steel guitar and guitar, and Billy Beard plays drums. Fantastic. And, and it's one of those bands that's kind of somewhat unique because not only is it the band that you play with live, it's also the same band that's on the album as well. Well, that's, uh, th- that was by design. Uh, we, we've been playing together for, you know, probably about 20, 20 years now, maybe a little more. And uh, on, on the other records that I've done, I, I've basically used th- this band, but um, I've also added other people. This one um, was basically... Uh, the core band, and uh, we stayed with it through the whole thing. The record was recorded basically live, uh, not minimal overdubs. Most of the vocals are, are, um, you know, first take. And I realized, you know, before we went in to do do the recording that um, we could do this and do it like this, and it would probably be the best way to go about it. And I'm very proud of this record. It came out exactly the way I wanted it to. Well, we should mention too. Uh, where is this available? Um, you can get this record on 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 um, CD Baby. Uh, you can you can order order the physical CD from CD Baby, and uh, or you can get it on iTunes, and um, you know you can download it from there. You know it, it's available. It's out there in the world. Fantastic. I want to talk more about the residency, but let's play another track off of this disc. What do you want to do next? Well, um, this week uh, James Cotton died. And uh, James Cotton was a, a great, great harmonica player and singer. And um, I, I was lucky enough to see him six nights in a row at a nightclub in Worcester when I was 18 years old. The club was called Sir Morgan's Cove. And uh, there's a song on here um, that did take me 20 years to write. <laughs> and uh, it's called Six Nights of Cotton at the Cove. All right, let's do that right now. Dennis Brennan here on 95.9 WATD. Memphis, when West Hiller is your home The big freeze is coming We got a crop to ten I know you love it, Jimmy, but I feel this is the end mm-hmm. Maddie, oh Maddie, it's true I love you so But all I got is dreams, I just can't let them go It's early in the morning, my train is coming through I'm going to Chicago and I can't take it
Dennis Brennan in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD. This is Almost Famous. We're on the tiny stage tonight. And we're playing tracks from Dennis Brennan's CD, Into This World. Uh, you said that track uh, was inspired by the uh, legendary, the late, great Mr. James Cotton. That was a really cool tune there. Nice job on that. Thank you. So we are going to take a very quick break. But after the break, I want to talk more about your influences. And we'll talk more about... The album, of course, and uh, I want to talk about the residency as well here on 95.9 WATD. You're listening to Almost Famous. No matter how you serve it, mm, it does go well with a chicken. It complements any occasion. Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. Being joined in the studio tonight on the tiny stage by Mr. Dennis Brennan. Dennis, I have to say I'm a huge fan of yours, and I've been uh, looking forward to uh, this interview for a long time, so thanks for being here tonight. I'm glad to be here. Excellent. So let's do a quick uh, recap, if you would. Uh, give us the, uh, the name of the new album. Let's talk about uh, your website and uh, any uh, social media platforms that you might be on. Uh, the, the, the new album is called Into This World, and it's on Brentone Records, and you can get it on CD Baby. Um, uh, you can stream it. Uh, I, I mean, uh, you can get it get it on iTunes too. It's out there in the world. In the world, into this world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So you, you mentioned just before that last song, it was inspired by James Cotton's Six Nights uh, of Cotton at the Cove" is the name of the track. Tell us about you know kind of how James Cotton influenced your life. Well, um, he came to. Um, I, I was aware of him um, through recordings, and uh, I, I, he had played with Muddy Waters for years. And uh, by the mid '60s, he formed his own band and went out. And I, I bought the first record that um, he he uh, 
he did on his own. And uh, it was produced by uh, uh, Mike Bloomfield, uh, the great the great blues guitar player that played with Paul Butterfield, and also went on to you know play on his own. And uh, that record uh, just totally floored me. It was such a great great record. And I, um, you know, I, I was lucky enough to live near Worcester, Massachusetts, and when he came and did a residency uh, uh, six nights in a row at this club called Sir Morgan's Cove, and I went every night. And it was like going to school for me because he was uh, he was a consummate band leader. You know, he had he had played you know for years as a sideman with Muddy Waters, and then you know he went off on his own and, and he he just he was able to you know two two of the members of the band were were you know twenty years younger than he was, and um, you know one of the guys was ten years older than he was, and he he was able to to pull the whole thing together, and uh, to watch that six nights in a row. Um, was a was a great um, learning learning uh, uh, platform for me. I was I was just I was I was there, as there every 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 night every single night, and I learned something that and I, I took it away, and I, I never let go of it. You know, he was he was great. I believe I saw him um, when I was a, a teenager. At I want to say it was the Yard Rock in Quincy, but I'm not positive. Oh, sure, probably yes. James James um, couldn't help himself. You know, he, even if he even if he didn't have a gig, you know, that night he would he would uh, lots of times he would just go out and, and you know he'd, he'd find out find some band that was playing somewhere and go and sit in with them. He was he had to do it. And you know it wouldn't be proper to you know we we obviously we lost uh, James Cotton. We also lost Chuck Berry. Tell us how Chuck Berry influenced your music and your sound. Well, there was a period of time um, when I was probably about twenty years old, twenty one, where I didn't listen to anything uh, but Chuck Berry and and Muddy Waters. That was all I listened to. Uh, it, it whenever you know you had you had to put on a, you had to put on vinyl then to hear something, and that's all I listened to. And uh, Chuck. Uh, the first real collection of his hits um, that came out, he, he was he recorded for chess like so many of the great um, players did. Uh, it came out on chess records. It was called The Great 28. And 28 of his songs, I, I wore that record out. It's in my car right now. Oh, actually, is it? <laughs> yep, I was listening to that this morning. <laughs> and, you know, he, uh, the, the one thing um, that, I, that I can tell you that's somewhat personal about uh, Chuck is, uh, and, and myself is that uh, this also involves Worcester, Massachusetts. Um, when I was when I was 18 years old, he he came to town um, and played a, 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 a show at uh, this theater, movie theater called the Paris Cinema. And uh, I went, and it was the usual Chuck Berry thing. You know, he shows up. The promoter hires a band to back him up. They've never met each other. You know, the, the band doesn't know him. He doesn't know them. He just expects them to know their songs. And usually, um, with Chuck, it was you know I don't want to say he was a cynical man. He wasn't. He 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 had a huge heart, and you can hear that in his music. But as far as like you know going out and playing, it was he was trying to make a living. So it meant that you know he he didn't have to really you know pay a lot of money. He didn't have to carry a band with him, and that that's a huge thing. So he would go and, and play, and usually it would just be, you know, he'd get up there and, and give him 35 minutes and then get off. And, uh, you know, the band would struggle along to try and play what he was doing. Well, this time, um, the band actually learned the songs, and I knew the band. I, I, I didn't know them well, but I, I had just sort of met them. And uh, they, they had listened 
to the great 28. And uh, they'd listen closely. So when the show started, it, it was um, about 15 minutes of chaos. You know, you could hear that the band, you know, they, 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 they didn't quite know what was going on. And he didn't know quite was, what was going on with them. And he didn't really care. But at, at minute 20, all of a sudden, the music just elevated and it kept going. And uh, Chuck didn't play for 35 minutes that night. He played for an hour and a half. That's amazing. Yeah, it, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was the, the type of thing where um, it just kept getting better and better and better. And I think they played reeling and rocking for like seven or eight minutes. It was wonderful. Well, I mean, especially, you know, today, I think, you know, maybe even, you know, more today than it was, you know, back then. You can't be a guitar player today and not know at least one Chuck Berry riff. That's I mean, true. It's like it seems to go come with a, you know the purchasing of a guitar. You've got to you know it's got to come with you know the duck walk and all that. It's, it's not it's not you know and the thing about Chuck is that it's not just the guitar playing. It, people make a big deal about that and it's true. It's it, it's singular. There's nothing nobody ever, it was ever ever like him. Well, he's a lyricist. Too. He's uh, one of the best oh, rhymers oh, in the oh, business. Oh no, the the, the he, you know I, I said I said a long time ago that um, he he should be uh, the poet laureate of the United States. You know he should you know and I know. You know that a lot of people. I I I, I took some heat for saying that, but uh, I I think it's true. I th I really do think it's true. There's no there was nobody quite like him. He he was like the consummate minimalist. You know he wrote songs like Hemingway wrote wrote novels. You know spare right down to the bone. Every word counts, and um, that's he was just great. I I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. We're talking with Janet, uh, Dennis Brennan in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD. The CD is called Into This World. Let's play another track off of this. What do you want to do next? Hmm, let me see. Let's play um, Just My Luck. Just My Luck. Dennis Brennan here on 95.9 WATD. Luck don't pay when the day's done You might think you're gonna land in the black But I'm here to tell you that the deck is stacked You can roll those bones like your Johnny Cool But you ain't nothing but a rolling fool Roll on man cry hands high let him fly you can't get rich you're gonna get poor you just keep coming back for more and it's just my luck here comes the train I ride and I ride and I ride and I ride but there ain't no luck on this train
We're talking with Dennis Brennan here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to local music every Tuesday night from 8 till 10 p.m. If you want to see some great local music, hear some local great local music, and meet some of the best in the local music business, you need to go check out Dennis's residency. It's tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Tell us about that, Dennis. What's the residency like? Well, we, we've been uh, playing this club called the Lizard Lounge in Cambridge for, uh, you know, probably about, about 10 years now, every Wednesday night. And it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing. Uh, you know, I, I, I have this tremendous band, and uh, I have this tremendous audience that comes and fills the place every Wednesday. And uh, we... <laughs> we've been doing it for a while now so that uh, we, we, try to, we try to change it up every night so that we're not doing the same songs over and over again and uh, that makes it fresh keeps it and you know keeps it on, on a real uh, you know upward spiral and uh, we have great people come down and uh, sit in every week last, last night uh, I mean last week when we played uh, uh, Peter Wolf came down and sat in on a song and uh, let me see who else who, who else was there oh yeah um our, our friend uh, who plays guitar with Bob Dylan, Stu Kimball, came down and did a couple Chuck Berry tunes. Cool. Just a side note, too. Um, Peter Wolf occasionally does some fill-in here at WATD on Sunday nights. He fills in for the doo-wop show. Oh, he does? Every uh-huh. once in a great while. I didn't know that. Yes, every once in a great while. You'll, I'll be listening, you know, driving home from someplace, and I hear a voice, and it's... It's not the typical DJ on that <laughs> night, but it's, it's Peter Wolf spinning the tunes, <clears throat> well, spinning you know, the old doo-wop tunes. Well, you know that was his first job. Yes, know. over at BCN. Yes. <laughs> and oddly enough, oh, the, uh, that's great. oddly enough, the person who I think um, hired Peter Wolf or worked with Peter Wolf early on, uh, Sam Copper, was just in the building just a few minutes ago. So oh, really? He was just passing by just to say hi. Wow, that's great. Oh, so, man, I remember listening to him on BCN. Yeah, it was great. Great station. Missed yes, that station a lot. Yep. So we have had Dennis Brennan here in studio tonight. We're talking about all things into this world. It's his new CD. Dennis, give us your website again, if you would. The website is uh, DennisBrennan.com. Fantastic. So one of my favorite tracks off the disc here is, uh, is Fool's Waltz. Could you tell us about that tune? Um, that's, that's an interesting one. Um, that didn't take uh, 20, 20 years to write, but it did uh, take 20 years to come to light. Because uh, Kevin and I, Kevin Barry and I, uh, the, the guitar player um, that's on the one of the guitar players that's on the record, um, wrote it um, together 20 years ago, and um, I, I, we, we made a demo of it, and um, I, for some reason it slipped through the cracks. I completely forgot about the song, and um, but we had uh, rehearsed it a few times, and the, the rehearsal tapes um, lingered, and. Um, when we do the uh, Wednesday night residency, we have people come up and um, and uh, do a, do a set in the middle. And uh, one week, this is this is like a, a, about a year and a half ago. Uh, a couple friends of ours, you know, were were doing the middle in- interval set, and they started playing this song, um, "Fool's Waltz." <laughs> And I realized that it was my song, <laughs> and it had survived somehow on a rehearsal tape, and somebody had, uh, and, and they had learned it, and they had learned it, and you know, as a surprise to me, and it was a real surprise because I, you know, completely had had let that go, and um, so I, I went back and I found that the original demo that Kevin and I had done, and I went, you know, this is pretty good. <laughs> I, we should probably consider doing this on on this new record, and so we we, we did it. We did a, a real acoustic version. Um, that I, I, I really kind of like. 
Um, I think uh, I think uh, Duke Duke Levine plays dulcimer on it, which was which was nice. And uh, and uh, uh, our our bass our bass player um, doesn't play bass. He he plays uh, timpani on it. So it was fun doing it. It's a fun track. Cool. Let's hear it. This is Dennis Brennan. It's called Fool's Waltz, ninety five nine WATD. Let me paint your picture Let me tell your tale If I whisper these secrets Please do not reveal Oh my darling, I am yours till I die I believe I'm beginning to understand why I've been a bounder since I drew my first breath I'm a wandering fool who ain't through wandering yet I admit I have squandered opportunity and gain I run a fall, I come up late Fool I am I Oh, why should I? Get love that just may be what keeps you dancing. This fool's walls with me.
Definitely my favorite track off of that album, Fool's Waltz. That's Dennis Brennan. He is in studio tonight here on 95.9 WATD. How you doing in there? I'm doing good. Excellent. Thanks for being here tonight. Thank you. So that's uh, one of those songs. I've got many songs that I, I like to consider uh, speaker testers or headphone testers, and that's definitely one of them. Could you maybe take us through how that song was recorded? Um, it, it was recorded live. It's 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 all it's all live. The um, it, we, we were all in the studio together. Um, I, I think there might be uh, one one overdub on it. It might that that might have been Duke Stelsimer that we did, and uh, but it was it was all like right there. And uh, I think I think uh, there, there was we 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 did overdub a, um, an acoustic bass on it at the end. Um, and uh, like as I said before, Richard Gates, our bass player, plays uh, timpani on it too. Excellent. Could you tell us about your back catalog? What else is available? Because I know you've been uh, you've been writing and recording. Um, you, I think you had a, a contract with uh, with Rounder for a little while, didn't you? Back yeah, in the, the, the uh, first late 80s. the first two records I did were were, um, were on Rounder. Um, the first one is called Jack in the Pulpit. Um, the second one is called Iodine and the Wine, and you can get those um, through uh, Rounder uh, at Concord Music. They're still available. And um, I, if you want, if you want to, the third record I did um, was was called uh, Rule Number One. And if you want that, you can just uh, drop me a line, and I'll I'll, I'll try to get a copy to you. And uh, the fourth one is uh, uh, eight. It's called Engagement, and that's um, eight studio tracks and eight live tracks uh, recorded at the Lizard Lounge. And uh, you can drop me a line, and I can get that to you too. And um, all of them are available on iTunes. Excellent. Very cool. So how, how has your music evolved, say, from the first album to present day? Well, it, I, I, I think the, the, the thing is that what, I, what I've tried to do is to, to, not, um, to not stay in one place, to uh, try to um, expand the boundaries a little bit. And uh, I, I, think, I think that I've done that. I, 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 as far as like popular music goes in, in the... In the Modern era, post Beatles, Rolling Stones, um, standards were were had had, had risen. Um, by the time they got to their third or fourth records, you know, both of those bands, every song on every record was important and great. Before that, before that happened, when people put out a long playing record an LP there would be maybe one or two songs that were worth listening to and the other eight were, you know, you could let them go because they were filler. That's what they were called. And they were just there to, you know, fill out the record. But by the time, um, you know, Rubber Soul came along, by the time Beggar's Banquet came along, every song mattered. And um, that, sh that, that set the standard for a long time. Bands had to, had to try anyway to, to match that. And uh, hardly anybody ever did. Um, and uh, as as time went along, and we got into the CD era, when that was the platform for releasing music, it, it reverted back to the point where there were like maybe one or two songs on the CD that were good, and the rest of them weren't very good. So uh, I've I've tried to maintain that standard of making every song count. And I can say, you know, just from, from doing the local music scene, I've noticed, you know, almost the exact same thing where you go buy a CD today from an artist, you know, currently charting in the top 40 charts, and it's basically exactly what you just said, you know, where there's, you know, maybe two or three decent songs on the album, the rest are filler, but in the local scene, when, when you have an indie artist who's p spending, you know, 
twenty, thirty thousand dollars to have a CD made. They're they're making sure that every song on that album is just amazing. You have to. It's, it seems to be almost you know going back you know the complete opposite for the for the indie scene where every song matters. Mm -hmm. Yes. Excellent. We have Dennis Brennan in studio tonight here on ninety five nine WATD. Let's uh, let's do one more song off the album and then let's take another quick break. What do you want to do next? I'd, I'd like to. Um, I think. Work It would be good. Work It. Excellent. Dennis Brennan here on 95.9 WATD. It takes a bit of grease Get the wheels start to turn in You put the flame to the wood Keep the fire burning Oh, sometimes You got to push a little bit Now I had a friend
Dennis Brennan. The song is called Work It Off the CD Into This World. My name is John Shea. You're listening to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. Next week on the Tiny Stage, we'll have George Woods live in studio to talk about what's been new in his world, to play some songs live as well. You can follow us on Facebook tonight, facebook.com slash almostfamousradio. Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues comes your way next at 10 o'clock tonight, taking you through those early morning hours with the best blues anywhere on the radio. The Wide World of Blues here on 95.9 WATD, 10 till 2 every weekday night. Again, my name is John Shea. We're in studio tonight with Dennis Brennan playing some songs off the CD Into This World. We have to take our final time out of the night, but we have more with him right after this here on 95.9 WATD and 95.9 WATD.com. Experience the satisfaction of fine listening. Almost famous. And when you're on the go, enjoy music in motion. Available at 95.9WATD.com. You're listening to Almost Famous on 95.9WATD. Well, our time with Dennis Brennan is just about coming to an end here on 95.9WATD. Getting ready to pass the torch over to Peter Black and the wide world of blues. But we do have Dennis for a few more minutes. And I want to ask you, you know, in, in your time that's been spent here in the Boston music scene. Tell us about some of the uh, your favorite musicians that you've met on the indie level, and maybe some some of your favorite uh, live show moments. Well, um, let me see. There's some some current people that um, that I that I really like a lot that are that are that are coming coming to the forefront. Uh, there's a, a woman named Danielle Moralia. That's uh, she's a a, a, a a really good songwriter and a, a, a good performer. Been here many times. Love her so yes, much. Yes, yes. And uh, there's another. There's a guy named uh, Dietrich Strauss, who's uh, got a singular style, you know. And he's he's uh, you know constantly uh, improving and, and and getting better and uh, a great songwriter. Fantastic. And how about some favorite live moments in your in your time on the stage? What are some of the moments that you remember most? Um, I, you know, I, I can't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just in the moment, and it, you know, and then it goes away. You know? Any spinal tap moments? Along no, the way? no, 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 not for me. <laughs> so, what's next in your career? What's next, album-wise, music-wise? Where do you see the future taking you? Well, I think that I'm I'm gonna uh, try to uh, do some touring a little bit. You know, by myself. I'm enjoying. I mean, you know, I, I love playing with a band, and I get to do that every week, you know, and uh, on most weekends. And uh, I, but I think I'm I'm really starting to enjoy playing solo, so I think I'm going I'm to be doing that a lot. Fantastic. We have Dennis Brennan in studio tonight. Uh, Dennis, before we say good night, um, could you uh, recap your website, uh, any social media information, and uh, let us know where the album can be found? Sure, you can buy the um, the, the CD uh, Into This World. Um, on CD Baby, and you can stream it from them, you can download it, and you can also get it on iTunes. Excellent. We have time for one more song, Dennis. What do you want to play tonight to close the night out with? I think I'd like to um, end with Out of This World. Ah, good pick. All right, thank you so much for being here, and get home safely. Thank you.
105.9 FM, WATD in Marshfield.